0: Way hitting the brakes. Midweek freak treat episode nine. Rob Roy. You know what time it is. Car, try, round round Beep. World, it is round and round. Stop, so yeah, well, that's good to know. That's cruel. Slow. Oh, what happened here? There go. <laughs> oh man, what a good one! What a classic! What a classic! Please say it's right. <laughs> it's like that theme song is right up there with, like, uh, you know, it's a rare condition in this day and age, you know, it's called classic <laughs> theme songs, it's right up there with those thriller. Yeah, dinosaurs. You know all the all the best. You know sitcom Dang. theme songs. Do you want to sing the dinosaurs theme song with me?
1: I was a race car
0: driver, driver driving, driving around the trees and then whoa!
1: I crashed into a volcano. <laughs> I crashed into a prehistoric mall.
0: <laughs> That's the thing people don't know is there was prehistoric malls. There's a uh, a well well documented. Uh, history of malls that goes all the way back to dinosaur times
1: yeah you can really frame uh, dinosaur history by just saying prehistoric before any other thing it's
0: easy it's easy first (laughs) condom prehistoric dates back to the dinosaur ages was a smaller dinosaur a big rex would put on their peener safe sex that'd be cool yeah it would be cool why don't we
1: do that with our condoms?
0: Like, just put, like, cool things on them. Like a lamb skin? Because that's what it used to be. Or a lamb's bladder or something like that? Like, that's what old Jimmy Hats used to be.
1: No, like, maybe like a robotic gopher or something?
0: <laughs> well, talk to your wife about that. Clear it with your wife before you start sticking robot gophers on your old dinger.
1: This robotic gopher would have to be so smooth.
0: Yeah, smooth as silk.
1: Yeah. Except for it's those like a teeth. Silky robotic gopher.
0: Yeah, with big old chompers.
1: And it would be spelled G-O-F-U-R-R.
0: Right. G-O-F-U-C-K-Yourself.
1: <laughs> You're gonna have to bleep that. <laughs> I don't have to bleep Should it. Should I hit some dingers? We're spelling.
0: We're spelling. You can't get in trouble for spelling. What what part am I gonna censor of that?
1: That spelling was not G rated.
0: What if I said like F A T D I C K? You can say, you can, those are just letters. That's not, I'm not actually yeah, saying those words. Together. Okay, fine. I'll put a bigger space between them. F A T and then pause and then D I C K.
1: No, no. <laughs> oh, no.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, that's hurting my ear. Pure Flix,
0: hit us up anytime for that sponsorship.
1: Yeah, or our F-A-T space. <laughs> yeah. Good.
0: D-I-C-C. That's right, yeah. Get, call us up and we can come over and hit our breaks after this. How's does that sound?
1: Did you laugh at the Deke logo when you were a kid? Of the course. D-I-C? Of
0: course I laughed at it every, every time. time. Every time. Deke, I mean, yeah. Cleaner. Put this Deke in your mouth, am I right? <laughs> He's nuts, am I right? (laughs) Deke nuts. (laughs) Got him.
1: I love it. Yeah, six-year-old me really got him. Well, also like,
0: shame on them for having shame on Deke. Yeah. For having that and being like, no one's we're gonna shove this in kids' we're gonna shove Deke in kids' faces every week, (laughs) and no one's gonna question it, and no one's gonna call us out on it. It's the French. It's the they French. They don't know what they're doing. Ah, the Francais, they love shoving deeks at kids. Kids, look <laughs> at these deeks. We're French. That's what we're about. Deek. Deek. <laughs> hey, if you remember, so. if, you, if you have strong memories of deeks from your childhood, write into us at pureboyspod at gmail.com or tweet at us at pureboyspodcast on twitter.com. As long as you don't know us. Yeah, of course. And as long as you're a race car driver trying to hit your deke and then, whoa, you hit your brakes. Speaking of which,
1: I'm Jonathan Toilet, Toilet. Uh, but, uh, what are you?
0: Uh, I, I'm Jonathan Toilet, Toilet.
1: Ah. <laughs>
0: I'm standing up. It's not People quite can't a see. Switch. No, and it's not impressive. I'll still be killed by the Romans. I don't care. Yeah. Hey. What were you going to say about this episode? Was it that this is the best episode of the series? By a country mile?
1: Well, by a country kilometer, thank you very much. You're right,
0: you're right. The unit of measurement in Haiti.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I really, really locked on to the scene where he turns the wheel and then it shows him (laughs) driving into the wall. And it's very impressive to watch.
0: It's fun. It's half a second long, but it tells... A mm-hmm. full story in that half a second. You go, whoa, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> He's crashing into the <laughs> mall! It's a realized tale. Like,
1: in that couple of seconds, you really see everything about Dan.
0: Especially knowing that his man. family. You go, oh, yeah. I get why he would crash into the yeah. mall. Like, I get it. I totally understand. He just wants it to be over. <laughs> His racing career, you mean. He he gave it up yeah. for his family's sake, so he clearly values them over the awards and accolades of being a famous race car driver trying to hit his brakes.
1: Just like Mr. No. Uh, Toretto in F9.
0: Oh, we're going to talk about <laughs> F9. <laughs> I
1: just watched it. it oh, yeah?
0: Tonight. Oh, yeah. why didn't you come over to my house and watch it?
1: I was in a hotel.
0: Oh, hoping that it goes well. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah.
1: I did it all for my family's sake.
0: Well, you hit your family's brakes, so... That's well, tough. I gave it
1: up. I gave up my life
0: by turning the steering wheel <laughs> into the wall going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> Well, now, hold on. He doesn't specify the speed at which he was driving, and we don't ever see a speedometer. So maybe yeah. he was only doing, like, 5 or 10 miles an hour. Maybe he was put ready to pit, and then he just crashed yeah. into the mall instead. Could you tweet at David
1: A. R. White and Why? get him to guess on what the speedometer would have read?
0: <laughs> How fast was Randy Wilcox driving when he crashed into the mall? And he'll go, "What are you talking about? I remember Randy Wilcox, certainly my famous character from hitting the brakes." I was him for months, maybe weeks, <laughs> maybe maybe weeks. Yeah, yeah. Certainly not months, but maybe no. maybe like three weeks I could see that being the filming of this
1: well it definitely wasn't a space jam situation aka 10 months
0: no well but they did film it the same way and that it's just David A.R. White and everyone else's people wearing green morph suits that they've had to CGI Holiday Sinclair yeah. and his sassy kids and the big dumb idiot man and you know good luck figuring out which one that is sexy bunny animations Ooh, okay you got it yeah it is the sexy bunny guy you're right
1: well I wanted to hit the pulse
0: <laughs> You did You fingered it
1: <laughs> Hey that's a good uh, Name for a blog
0: You fingered, fingered the it pulse. Oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> I was like is Tucker Max back We got a new blog called you fingered it That's pretty cool <laughs>
1: I'm picturing it more as like a TMZ type website. Do
0: you think we could get Tucker Max on our show if we were really nice? Do you think we could be like, Tucker Max, come talk to us about, I don't know, Jesus stuff. What do you think about that? Who's Tucker Max? Is that David Ayer White? (laughs) Oh, my God. Look, we don't have time to get into who Tucker Max is. But let's just say he was a teenage hero of every boy in America. Was he a race car driver? Kind of. He hit a lot of brakes. I'll tell you that much. It'd be a
1: really fun if we did tweet all that stuff to David A.R. White and he just replied, whoa! <laughs> that would get it.
0: Yeah, I would accept that. I would go, you know what? I like you, David. I love you, David. That's what I would say to him.
1: Yeah, we love you.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, I wouldn't say I love you. I would say I'm in love with you.
1: That's true. And now this, that- is, uh, this is sort of love you pine over.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing is that like – you know, despite the goof-em-ups and the tomfoolery we have on this show, it is a love letter to David A.R. White and all the hard work that he does at Pure Flix and all of the checks he cashes and and hopefully pays NASCAR with and, you know, just, we love David A.R. White and uh, if this show doesn't end with us meeting him and, I don't know, like, taking him hostage or something, then I don't know what the end of this show is. Would you want to have a
1: straight-up three-way with david a.r white or would you want to throw a female in the
0: mix oh like you and me and david a.r white (laughs) i mean here's the thing i don't want to have a three-way with you so what yeah okay
1: what if we're wearing green suits and our dingers are just flopping
0: out you mean our deeks well yeah and we have
1: glasses on so we can see what the animators are animating right and there's a female in the mix
0: (laughs) and it's Lola Bunny. Well then, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, fine. If it's you and me and Lola Bunny, then I guess I could swing it.
1: And David a. R. White. Yeah, of course. Of course. He's 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 in, he's in everyone's breaks. Yeah, he's wearing a suit. It's probably like black <laughs> with like a a burgundy tie.
0: Yeah, well, we know he's single now too, so Yeah. It's and been, we
1: know he has a burgundy tie.
0: It's <laughs> He wore it to the premiere of God's Not Dead. It's so funny following, like, I follow so many of these people on Instagram now, and I don't use Instagram, but it is funny to go on there and just look at, like, what, what like, Holiday Sinclair posts, and it's just, mm-hmm. like, her just doing yoga on the beach being like, I'm living my best life. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, he's oh, must to break his no. heart to see them. Oh, they're brutal.
1: I mean, she probably has a bunch of money and no responsibilities, so... Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's got that god money, baby. Yeah, she got but that she's ambition. Living on the
1: beach. Yeah,
0: she's living in a hotel.
1: Yeah, hope so, that it goes well. Yeah,
0: times are tough for her. From the looks of it, she's living in a hotel. It doesn't get it. It don't. There's only like two steps below that that it can get worse. So, but if you could live in
1: a hotel, and hey, afford if you it, buddy, would you? No. No.
0: No. But if you what about spa? If you can, well, yeah, of course, a sauna. If you can afford to live in a hotel, you can afford to buy a van and trick it out into like a into a livable RV situation, and then just live in your van.
1: Well, if you can afford to live in a hotel, well, if you that buddy, probably costs like a hundred and fifty to two hundred bucks a month or a night. Hmm. Uh, you could probably get a really good
0: apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. If you can live in a hotel, you can live in an apartment. That's a, Yeah. <laughs> in fact, you could probably live in a pretty damn nice apartment if you could live in a hotel. <laughs> like maybe the best one in the city. That's a really good point. I was picturing like a slummy, you know, like, nah. like a, a motor lodge or something. Not a nice, real nice hotel like the one in this show.
1: I'm kind of bummed that I'll never have the opportunity to be down and out and live in a motel in California. Hey, yeah, you will. That looks like
0: fun. Well, they're not in California, but you will have the opportunity to be down and out at some point in your life. Don't don't just assume oh. that it's smooth sailing from here. You've got a lot of life left, buddy. You, you could become destitute at any time.
1: Nah, I'm smooth like butter. But, like, if... I would like to be a homeless person or a motel person <laughs> in California. Wow.
0: This guy, Mr. White Privilege over here, is up here being like, I I think I'd like to be a homeless person. I like, go, well, do it. Do it for one afternoon and tell me what you think of it. I did it. I played doing it for one afternoon, and I didn't like it. You played doing
1: it? What do you mean? Yeah. What did
0: you do? Tell us this horrible, tasteless thing that you did.
1: I went for a walk, it was very cold outside, I was very depressed, and then I sat on the cement, and I thought about my life, and it
0: was great. (laughs) I made $450.
1: Yeah. Oh, so much cash.
0: Uh, More than enough to spend a couple of days in a hotel.
1: Yeah, well, I was right outside the Ritz.
0: (laughs) Oh, while you're putting it on. Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) This is the best episode of this show episode 9 rob roy i don't think even next week's episode which has the most exciting guest star this series has ever had is going to top this episode
1: you don't think this is the best uh cameo ever to happen
0: i mean here's the thing i i am indifferent to rob schneider <laughs> He's fine. He's a thing that exists. You can do it. You know, awesome. Great stuff. The Animal, The Hot Chick, uh, Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo, uh, all of Rob Schneider's classics. This guy fricks, though. He does, yeah. According to his show, Real Rob, which I have not watched. The amount of ass that that
1: guy has had.
0: Yeah? It's an on. amount. It's enough to drown a donkey.
1: Yeah, exactly, which is what we're talking about hey, in
0: the Bible. And that's what I'm trying to do in those asses, you know? I'm trying to drown, <laughs> <laughs> drown, this, I'm trying to drown this donkey. I'm trying to eat these donkey. <laughs> uh, we learn a very sad fact at the start of this episode, and that is that Chuck from accounting, while being a cop, also drives the school bus... Yeah. Well, what if a crime? What if a crime is committed during that time, Chuck? What will you do? How will you? You're gonna put these children in danger to solve a hostage crisis at Sky's Cafe? That seems dumb.
1: Well, if somebody's gonna rob the bank, they're gonna be like following you for a week. They know your weaknesses. And that's a big time gap, especially since he's stopping everywhere for breakfast.
0: That's true. Man, the writer of this episode, who isn't Tommy Blaze, loves alliteration and wordplay. There's so much of it in this episode, and I didn't go back to write down any of it.
1: What letters did he use?
0: Oh, I mean, most of the ones in the alphabet, I or think. She. Or Well, it was a guy. I don't remember what his name was. I, was <laughs> I, I meant to write down a bunch of stuff, and then I just didn't. Uh... <laughs> But like when Chuck's talking about breakfast, he'll be like, "Oh, it's Pop Tart Tuesday at Tommy and Two Tones, and it's it's uh, celery and cereal Saturday at Sally's San- Sanford's. It's like oh, a lot uh-huh. of alliteration, huh? One more. It's uh, b- b- uh b- Bonanza. Go with B. It's Bonanza. B- bonanza birthdays at Bob Bembembers. B- That's good. Yahweh yeah, way. Yeah, What's up? Yeah, there was a lot of that. A lot of that nonsense.
1: Yeah, oh. I. uh My favorite joke uh, was about a half can of Pringles.
0: When Chuck finds it on the floor behind the couch during a weird meta fourth wall breaking moment.
1: So like, is the can of Pringles like cut in half or is it just like filled to the half waypoint
0: with Pringles? Or is there just a pile of Pringles back there that Chuck estimates is enough to fill half a can of Pringles? That's what, that's what I was thinking.
1: You didn't think of the can at all? That's kind of crazy.
0: I thought it was just a bowl of Pringles that were back there. He was like, that's about half a can's worth of Pringles. Chuck from accounting is the estimator. Uh, but Please, Officer Chuck from accounting.
1: Okay, Officer Chuck from what? From accounting. Okay. So yeah, he is an estimator, and I think your observation <laughs> is valid. But I saw a can of Pringles the whole way. That's
0: okay. Your your interpretation <laughs> is okay. ju- is just as valid as mine. It's the wrong interpretation, but it is valid. I don't think it's. He says "can" in the joke. Yeah, of course. A half and a you're can just of Pringles. Taking the can out. No, I'm saying he's Mental. estimating that there's half a can
1: of Pringles there yeah but he says can how can you not think can when he says
0: can yeah but he's saying can because he's estimating how many Pringles there are and in his estimation there's roughly half a can of Pringles so he's saying oh there's half a can of Pringles back here when what he should be saying is there's the approximation of a half a can of Pringles back here yeah but I think your brain is insane
1: for not thinking can when he (laughs) says can insane got no brain
0: you know yeah well, Chuck, uh, I mean, if this episode wants to throw more fuel on the fire of Chuck and Sky, it's doing it. Yeah. They do it. They do it graphically. Full penetration. We see his deke and
1: everything. It's horrible. Do you think they have to share a trailer or something? Do you
0: think they're married in real life? <laughs> I think they're ma- married in The Sims. Yeah, in Chuck's Game of the Sims that he has at yeah. home. Yeah. He made Sky's Cafe and then he's in love with her and they're married in it. They have several children, some of which they took, put in pools and took the ladders out for, and others they took rockets and put them inside and lit their house on fire. And, you know, like there's lots of ways to kill your kids, is what I'm trying to say. In The Sims. Uh, yeah, sure. Also in The Sims, yeah. Do you think he edited her uh,
1: shapes at all in The Sims version?
0: Her shapes? What do you mean? Like yeah. her her donks and her bonks? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Her yeah.
1: knees, maybe? For sure. Bigger maybe.
0: knees? Yeah, the biggest. Like, I want to see the... Uh, if you're wearing pants, I want to see the outline of your knee in those pants. I want to see the cap pressed right up against that denim.
1: <laughs> that sounded very sexual. Cap, denim, ooh wee. It almost sounds like my homework. Yeah, kneecap? Well,
0: some kind of cap. Homework? Yeah. You're learning about knees. No, I'm trying to hit my zipper with my dinger. (laughs) Trying to. (laughs) Trying to. Do you not
1: have jeans yet? No, I don't. Am I supposed to get you jeans? Yes.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to have bought me jeans. Can you text me all your measurements? All of them. 40 by 32. That's all you need to know well big boy on air too bad hey listeners if you want to buy me jeans 40 by 32 yeah yeah boot cut (laughs) preferably i got thick thighs boot cut
1: do you like go into uh warehouse one the jean store and slap down (laughs)
0: your hand and say i want boot cut oh i go to the prison bootlegger and i go i want the boot cut
1: this they guy. do have good
0: this, deals because it's a fake store. He doesn't even know our references anymore, this guy. But
1: right. I got there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: prison bootleggers. Yeah, way. Yeah, prison bootleggers. Yeah. yeah, they got the best jeans. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, I don't know. What's this episode about? They got the best jeans. They got the best jeans <laughs> at bootlegger. Prison. Prison bootlegger, of course. I don't know. This uh, episode has,
1: like, the thinnest uh, plot, I sure. guess.
0: Well, in that, Dan, there is some revelations in this episode. Yeah. For instance... The whole series, we've been like, Dan goes to stuff on the bluff and he buys a bunch of crap and everyone there is, like, like harassing him to buy crap. And then we find out in this episode that... They're intentionally doing that. Like they have yeah. bets going on what kind of garbage they can convince Dan to spend his money on, and I think that's hilarious. I it it really reframes the whole show for me, where I go like, oh, I kind of like all those guys and stuff on the bluff now because they're just they're just pranking this idiot the whole time, just making him look like a fool. Well, it's
1: small town hazing at its best. Mm-hmm. I think that Reggie deserves an Oscar for this role.
0: I agree. Uh, (laughs) I'm on board with you now, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think the other guy that sounds exactly like him makes this show 80%
0: worse. Uh, Yeah, yeah, for sure. The handyman. Yeah, you could
1: cut him out, and I guess you kind of needed him Mm-mm. but just have Reggie be the
0: handyman mm-hmm. too or have like anything else happen just re- <laughs> yeah. just change the script slightly so you don't need this character anymore it's not it's not like he's sky or like I'd argue that even the the bunny man is more important to the series than the handyman
1: because I feel like they like created this character because uh Dan the family man would break stuff in the hotel and then he goes to stuff on the bluff and then hilarity ensues. And that's yeah. like half of the plots that writes itself yeah. for the rest of the movie. But just make Reggie the handyman. Cause this guy sucks the fun out of every scene.
0: But like Reggie is hardly ever in scenes outside of stuff on the bluff. Like yeah. I, I think they just filmed all of Reggie's stuff on the bluff scenes in like an afternoon and then we're like, In good enough. Hour. Yeah, exactly. Like, it like the you don't even have to change costumes on some of these characters. Dan has to change, co- she has to change his shirt, and like yeah. maybe Reggie has to wear two or three different shirts. Like maybe, but other than that, you got a dumb idiot wearing a bunny costume. That's fine. He wears that all the time. In fact, there's two of them for no reason. Yeah. So there's a secondary bunny big man. Yeah, you find out that he's deaf. He's got hearing issues. <laughs> Character well, development. He has earring aids. Earring aids. Yeah, he, yeah, I know, because he can't hear. <laughs> this might
1: be our worst episode ever. I uh, disagree. It's not. Things <laughs> things
0: can't get any worse for Malibu Dan. They have no guests and no money, and he's spending all their money on recycled toothbrush Tubes. dinosaurs and bags of pubes. And they're like, "What are we supposed to do with these?" And he goes, "Oh." holiday i i know you had that watch that you loved when you were a kid and you had to sell it for our marriage so i i tracked it down i bought it back i've been hiding it in this bag of pubes so you wouldn't find it before your birthday and then boom bag of pubes happy birthday (laughs) well bag of pubes happy birthday that sounds cool (laughs) bag of pubes happy birthday (laughs) that should be a thing should be a poster yeah so, Roy Orbison comes to town. What was the bumper sticker we were talking about before we started recording? What was it again? Mm, was that before we started recording? It was. All the all of our best stuff was right yeah. before we started oh. recording. We had a bumper Guys. sticker <laughs> that was really good, and I don't remember what Yay. it was. Oh, well.
1: We were really hitting it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Rob Schneider plays this guy named Rupert Kalkbrenner. Who is a Roy Orbison impersonator? Although on the poster that they show for him, there's nothing on there to indicate that he's a Roy Orbison impersonator. Like even down to his look, it's just a guy with a guitar. <laughs> he's not trying to be Roy Orbison in any way. On if you if you saw that poster of Rob Schneider sitting there wearing like a, like a. a taupe shirt holding a guitar and then you went to the concert and he comes out dressed as Roy Orbison performing Roy Orbison songs you'd go what is this what the F-U-C-K is this
1: while you were talking and saying words the only thing I could think about was how to me Rob Schneider looked exactly like Roy Orbison (laughs) like on the poster (laughs) Really? Like you were declaring all the really? things that made him not Roy Orbison. Yeah. And I was just about to cut in saying, except his luck. And then you started talking about even
0: his luck. So I guess we have differing opinions. I guess you've never seen Roy Orbison before is what <laughs> I'd have to guess. That would be my guess is I go, hey, do you think uh, Jonathan Toilet Toilet has ever seen Roy Orbison before? And I go, nope. I guarantee I mean, you he hasn't. Th- the shirt the jacket the jeans not wearing the a hair, jacket the black
1: hair not wearing looks a jacket like roy
0: orbison was just a guy sitting in a wooden chair wearing yeah. regular dude clothes holding the guitar and, and it looks like roy orbison and his name rupert kalkbrenner is written over his head it doesn't even say roy orbison anywhere on the poster it doesn't even say like a night of Roy Orbison music with with Rupert Kalkbrenner or some nonsense like that, which is a stage name, we find out. He should have said his real name was Rob Schneider. That would have been a great joke at the end. He was like, oh. Rob Roy Schneider. I'm Rob Roy. I'm Roy Schneider. Hello. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Roy Schneider is a great character name for him in this show. Would have been great. <laughs> what a world we could live in if Rob Schneider would get to play. Rest in peace, Roy Schneider. What a treat that would be. All <laughs> right, P. Could I was gonna look up
1: what Roy Roberson What is
0: his name? Boy, if someone said to me, "Do you think Jonathan Toilet Toilets ever heard of Roy Orbison?" I would go, "No, I don't think he no. knows anything about of. him." Name. Can you describe his look to me? Uh, sure, he's a regular-looking man with no sunglasses <laughs> and like a beige shirt and beige pants, just sitting in a chair. I would say that's what Roy Orbison <laughs> looks like. So he is
1: Rob Schneider.
0: He is, yeah. But I didn't want to, you know, let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> no, Roy Orbison is like wears those sunglasses that he wears. He wears like a black suit. He's like a <laughs> like a crooner, Johnny Cash, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: I uh, yeah, differing opinions.
0: Hey, you know what? Different strokes for different folks.
1: Yeah. So, what is Rob Schneider doing in this yokel town?
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing there. He's just. <laughs> I think he's. He's in the back of stuff on the bluff for some reason. They just have him there. He's living there. I think. I, yeah, I think so. I think he's been there for months.
1: Yeah, well, his prob- his uh, car broke down. Well, Of course.
0: I'm living in stuff on the bluff.
1: <laughs> Maybe he was a competing race car driver.
0: That would have been cool. Do you think he's sleeping in the child's coffin that uh, they have for sale there? Yeah. <laughs> he's been in there the whole time. That would have been a great review.
1: <laughs> If
0: they just reveal. if they did like a like an Avengers Endgame thing where they go back in time to earlier episodes and they reveal that Rob Schneider's been in the casket the whole time, that would actually have been very funny. <laughs> it's just Jane off in that casket. <laughs> He's hitting
1: those brakes. <laughs> he was a race car. How have we not seen any of uh, Dan's crew from the race car team?
0: I kind of don't think we're going to anymore, unless Uh, next week's guest star plays somebody in his crew, in which case I freaking hope it's going to be that. That'd be amazing. Who's the guest star? Could you text it to me or whisper it to me No, you'll see next week. I don't want to spoil it for you. You'll see next week. And then when you see, you're going to go, I was an idiot for forgetting that this guy's a part of this show. But I want to know now. You're going to bow down to greatness when you see this guy. Or maybe I hope bow it's as down good to as greatness,
1: Lil
0: Bow Wow in F nine. <laughs> oh, Lil Bow Wow looking fat and old in F nine, like His to the eyes,
1: point they're sunken.
0: To the point where when I saw Lil Bow Wow in that movie, I went, "Well, that can't be Lil." They must have recast Lil Bow Wow. There's no way he looks that yeah. bad now. I just saw him in Medea's family reunion, big happy family, a few years ago. Oh, <laughs> oh, there was. The, like, ten years in between those, that's not good. You're looking rough, yeah. Bow Wow. No offense. We love you.
1: Yeah, we love you, but old Batman.
0: Old Batman. Yeah. Old Batman. Hey, there I you hear- go. <laughs> I
1: hear uh, he's playing old Batman in the new Batman.
0: <laughs> Hi, It's me, Bow Wow, a.k.a. old Batman. <laughs> not a bad name. My a, knees don't work so good. Not a very good name, but not a bad name. Hey, hey! I crashed into the mall. Uh, what else is in this? I don't know. Like, I, uh, Rob Schneider's not a bad singer. I'm gonna. I'll give it up to him when he when he's performing the original song that he wrote at the end of the episode. It's not bad. He's definitely not playing the guitar, but his singing is pretty good. Though it paint.
1: He does such a better job as Roy Orbison than he does during his original song. He sucks during his original song. Wow.
0: Well, agree to disagree <laughs> in hell, I guess, because you you couldn't be more wrong, buddy.
1: I couldn't be more right. Okay. And him as Roy Orbison, I think he looks like him. I think he <laughs> sounds like him. I think his poster gave the right information. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we saw this uh, episode in two different lenses.
0: No joke to end the episode. We're just going to end it on a nice, sweet note like that. You're right. Dear Randy, after 20 years, I shaved off my
1: pubes.
0: (laughs) Dear Randy, after 20 years, I shaved my pubes. I left them in a bag in this desk for you. Dear Randy, after twenty years, I
1: shaved off my brake lines. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there is a joke in the episode. All right. Uh.